this day just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, 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 group hug. Wow! Something's wrong with this thing. It keeps jamming. Let's do this. Hello Gears and Gaming fans, welcome to the Gears Intel podcast, Gears of War fan show bringing you all things Gears and Gears of War adjacent. As I wrote that this morning, I realised the word Gears is in there far too much and I need to adjust that somehow, so yeah, stay tuned for a different one. Hello Gears and Gearsing fans, yeah, yeah. and welcome to Gears Gears Tale. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am your host KDB, but as always, I'm not alone. I'm joined by my fellow squad members, first up, fresh off another full trip around the sun and ready for another trip deep into the cog hole. It's David Smiley. Hello, David. I'm ready. I've got my gloves on, you know, like one of those, oh, like, like, what do you call them? Elbow length gloves that you can stick up a cow's backside. Yeah. That's what I'm ready for to Good. delve deep into the cog hole. <laughs> we'll to pull out your news for you. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> pull out your shitty news um what, yeah. I, know, I know i know a uh, a lady does never reveal or doth never reveal her age what are you 36 me yes that's me so, wrong side remember of when we were on our way back now. from um aberdeen once to my house and you had to check your passport to remember how old you were yeah remember as that? soon as i got 27 i've all, i've i've sort of just you were 27 then age. we were still at uni he's like 24 i think <laughs> listen i have had many i've had many times where i've forgotten how old i am and i have to count from the <laughs> i don't know why that happens. i'm terrible <laughs> i just with... add three to my fucking sister's age so you know oh yeah it's easy for you um yeah, yeah. so yes yeah, you've heard his voice already also joining us uh today when not splitting in half locust or swarm with his lancer bayonet he can be found beating off to the tune of the locomotion in Donkey Konga. It's Alex Aldridge. Hello, Alex. <laughs> wow, that is so accurate. It's scary, even though it sounded really scary in the build-up. Yeah. No, it's just fine. The uh, only like way you can out- get off these days is if someone stands at the back of your bedroom beating the the Donkey Kong drums. It's the only way you can get going. I've heard rumor has yeah. it. Yeah, it takes a lot these days. I'm a tired man. I may or may not have been the man with Donkey Kong drums at one point in my life. So it's during those dark days. So what's it? Like it? I cannot. Hole. I don't know where they are. Oh, you need to find them. We need a video for. I tried the. I tried the loft, and they weren't up there. They must be at my parents' house. <laughs> They've been beating off my drums on my drums without me. They've been making use. They, yeah. They, they, they should know better at their age. Can I also <laughs> point out as well that I am like repping. Uh, the latest shirt from Hunger Club, Ooh. which I actually heard about from uh, your first aid spray show. Oh, okay, yeah, um, the new Resi Four shit. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, no. if you want to sponsor, if you want to do some gear stuff and sponsor the pod, lads, we we need some sponsors. I, I will think. wear it. Yeah, I wear I wear pretty much anything. So yeah, send it our way. Um, I, Hunger uh, Club is the tits. I, <laughs> I'm actually wearing a t-shirt for Luigi, but not not of Mario Brothers fame. Luigi, my buddy Lou, who I do the Two Carrots podcast with, it's unbelievable. You think, why does this guy have merch? What, like, sort of, you know, self... You it's know, good merch. Yeah. Um, elitist, you know, arrogant prick. But it's not that. It was for a good cause. <laughs> Narcissistic uh, like, a like 100% of the profits went to a charity thing. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I'm wearing that. So, yeah, well done, Lou. What a lovely lad. Yeah, what a lovely David, lad. you got anything to be shameless about this morning? Nothing yet. No. We'll get there. <laughs> We'll get there. Go on, tell us what you bought yesterday. Oh, in your trip to the to the. So retro I haven't, I haven't checked my phone since I left for the gym. Have you replied to my text? About I, said, this? I said I'm in. That's all I I'm said. In. I am in. So I found this game when I was so to fill our little listeners in. I got a there's a sort of local games shop that sells like retro games and things like that. So I got a little voucher for that for my birthday. So off I off I toddled to go spend my voucher yesterday. And as I was pouring over the shelves, one of the games that I came across was for the PS1. It's a game called Chase the Express. Viewers will be able to see it. And it was a game that I've never heard of before. So I had a look at it and I was sort of reading the back and it was like this looks and sounds like a Resident Evil game. So I think I'm gonna have to buy this to take a look and I got home and I started like well I've read the manual now and I was watching some videos last night and it it appears to be a sort of old school Resident Evil game with tank controls set on a train but with the story of like Under Siege 2 Um, (laughs) and I am so excited to play it now (laughs) it just looks really cool 
It's like, just I, like I, a, it's I'm like, going to go through every single game on the shelf. Because why would you even have even looked at that? I was just, yeah. So basically, I, was, I just go through every game on the shelf when I arrive. Right, okay. And I, sort of, say, so like I went in with, like... What I do is I go in with, say, like I had my 50 quid voucher and I was like, right, I've got 50 pound to spend. And I was ba- you basically do, run through the maths. You're like, right, I want that. That's that much. And then you're like, right, I'm running out of money. I've got X pound 50 net left. How, what can I get for that? And this was one that popped up and I was like, this is so intriguing. And it's also a platinum, which means it's sold a million copies. And I just, which oh, yeah. makes me stunned that I've never heard of this game. I but don't like, even know who the developer is. I tried to a, look on the picture. Sugar, sugar and rockets. rockets yeah. <laughs> so I'll read the back, the back of the box. Just This is what sold it to me. The Blue Harvest military, a military train developed by NATO, has been hijacked by terrorists. Military bodyguard Jack Morton, having narrowly escaped death in the terrorist attack, sneaks inside the Blue Harvest in a solo bid to take back control of the train. It just looks amazing. I don't know why I've never heard of this. Cannot no. wait to give it a go. Give it so you a may stream. see it, may may see it pop up in a stream yeah, or yeah, a energy podcast near near you soon. <laughs> if he ropes me in, then yeah, yeah, the latter is the latter is a guarantee. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd be keen to know how that is. But um, today, so today's episode is a little bit different. We're not diving into any specific Gears of War media. This is a bit of a I, I almost was going to call this a state of Xbox thing, but then I realised state of play is like a Sony thing, and that's kind of infringing Ew. on like branding and stuff like that. So, but yeah, there's been a lot of Xbox news recently, so we just wanted to have kind of a general catch up and then um, kind of angle it round this question, something which we briefly touched on in episode one, which was: Does Xbox need a Gears of War Marcus Phoenix collection? Because it's been a very up and down time for xbox recently if you're you're into gaming and gaming news you will have known um but before we get to some of our talking points today guys what are you playing alex what are you playing right now let's do some hmm. gameplay talk i mean you you can probably guess i can uh yeah so obviously like pretty much everybody in the world apparently i'm playing legend of zelda tears of the kingdom which I know David got for his birthday, and I saw him come online on Switch last night very briefly, and it was uh, Valkyria Chronicles, which I'm assuming is just because you had that open the last time you played your Switch. Yeah, not turned that it on you made to a really Zelda. odd decision to like, yeah. don't want to play Zelda, actually. I forgot yeah, about I'm this go- one. <laughs> no, I turned it I, on to download Zelda. I would say that Tears of the Kingdom is a, a weird mix of like untethered, infinite creativity and relentless aimlessness <laughs> mixed together because every time I've put it on, I've just been like, I don't know where I'm even going. Mm-hmm. Everything seems miles away. And I just think I can't really get up in the sky. I don't really know. I know you're supposed to like, re- are you supposed to just rewind the little things that fall down and go up that way? Is I don't know if there's a more like definitive way to get up there later on, but I just keep kind of walking about finding caves or bandit camps and stuff and usually just getting my ass handed to me died so many times yeah it's uh i'm also playing it yeah (laughs) you know i'm very similar to you and kind of share the sentiment um i had kind of very little hype for tears of the kingdom uh i played breath of the wild i thought it was an awesome game you know but everything i'd seen in the lead up to tears of the kingdom i just kind of thought this just looks exactly the same do I want to replay mm. the same game? And it's got those new fundamental gameplay mechanics which make it fun and fresh. But like you, I i mean, I think for the last like three nights I've been heading to one place, but I've, I'm still not there because I'm just sort of distracted or it's taking me too long because I'm doing lots of other little different things. I'm definitely enjoying yeah. it, but um, it's like fun yeah. aimlessness, if you like. I played it again this morning. For yeah, a bit. of course, it's so chill. Yeah. Like you can just sit there and just be like, I could, I could quite easily like watch a film while I do this. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> I just, I'll get one of them wing things and just let it take me across the map until it inexplicably breaks. Yeah, I was, um, and this morning I was actually playing it with my son, and he uh, uh, was very kind of like. It just blows his mind, the stuff that you can do in that game. Whereas I'm like, oh, this is really cool and really fun, but it really, really blows his mind. It adds a nice dynamic sometimes playing it with your kid. Um, 
but yeah, definitely enjoying it. Uh, runs like ass, but you know it's oh, fine. God, like yeah. it's it is, it is miserable to play. Really, if you if you cared about that above all else, yeah. you would you would not ever have a fun time. Yeah, I actually do think the thirty FPS don't. It doesn't really feel like a like a thirty FPS game the way that if you stuck a three sixty game on yeah. and put it, you know, played your old free, it would that would definitely feel that way. This doesn't, but yeah, when it drops below thirty, then it's it's rough, really rough. When it drops below thirty, which is like all the time, um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know. just turning the camera around will do it. Yeah, and you know, yeah, as you said, like if you care about that stuff, I mean, I'm I'm the game is lucky that it's good, so good because you can just kind of overlook it, it really and still is. enjoy it, and it's still a great game, and it's not. I mean, it's, it's definitely like polished in almost every other regard, though. Yeah. There's like there's no bugs in it. I haven't seen any glitches or anything, and the physics engine is so robust to deal with this like, this like in, like ingenious amount of stuff yeah. that you can do. Like how they came up with this system and made it so workable in so many scenarios. Like I saw something yesterday, like if you put um, if you if you fuse uh, one of those red bomb things, you know the red barrels yeah. to your shield, and then try and do a shield surf Closure. on it, you yeah. do like a yeah, yeah like a quake rocket jump. Yeah. And, uh, you can fuse a Minecraft to your shield and turn it into a skateboard. Yeah, um, that thing you were talking Unbelievable. about with, with the with the bomb. I we might have watched the same video. Um, somebody said that that happens in the Zelda anime as well. <laughs> so it's like recreating. Yeah, that was Zeltic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he's a really good YouTuber, and those videos. Are, uh, anyone who's playing it is not really figured it out just yet. Yeah. His um, his like Z E L T I K. He's got two videos of like fifteen tips for beginners like right at the beginning of the game they are so worth watching as is zeldabuilds.gg okay which is a website that basically has ways it just has like almost like a recipe cookbook of builds that you can do yeah. interesting stuff shows you how to build anything from like a pickup truck to i don't know like a mech, a mech yeah it's like a, or a segway and stuff it's crazy i just that's the thing that bothers me the most about it is that i feel stupid yeah i feel uncreative playing it like i said it just feels like i'm relentlessly aimlessly just trying to build what is essentially wheels on a bit of wood that then rolls down a hill and off a cliff. I feel and now look at these videos of people building like B fifty two bombers. Yeah. Like, why can't I be like these? Yeah. I don't get it. I'm basically brute forcing my way through it. Like, you know the little dude who you have to help him hold up his signs. Um, yeah. Like, I I'm sure there's really sort of intricate, clever ways to do it. Whereas I'll just really stupidly like, oh, I'll stick that bit to there and that bit to there, and then just go, huh, and then like. By pure yeah, chance, basically. it's like it, it looks ugly, but I did it, and you, so yeah, I often feel stupid. But on the flip side of that, when I, I think I did a shrine the other day where I had to get a ball from one side to the other down these rails, and it, the rails progressively get wider, and then it's just one rail. And I built a container, a box with a hook that took the ball over, and it was just like, it's so like I felt like a genius, but <laughs> I was just like yeah. you know. Obviously, it's taken me a long time to figure that out, <laughs> but I was very pleased. I, I, I've looked at a couple of guides yeah. a couple of times just when I just completely well, get stumped and think, I don't even know what it's wanting me. Have you done the one where you've got to like hit something and it has this, um, yeah, and it catapults like an arm hits on the a ball. thing, and it, yeah, you have to hit a ball into a target. Yeah, I didn't even know I had to hit that, yeah. I hadn't even like clocked that, that was there. I thought I had to so push I was just the looking thing around the room, like, I was trying to push yeah, that thing around, yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> so yeah you definitely feel stupid and it's a game where i might have yeah. said on this podcast before or some of the others like i don't really have time to spend three hours working out a shrine so i give myself mm. a window of opportunity and then i, I exactly I can look it up because this is a game i'll just be playing for like a year otherwise but um yeah, yeah. it is <laughs> yeah. it is good and like you say it's kind of insane that like the mechanics like ascend ascend shouldn't work like in a game the fact that you can just go through anything mm. and the whole game just doesn't crash like it's it's crazy yeah. that you can do that so clearly like loads while he's swimming yeah. in bricks or whatever but yeah. um it gets there <laughs> in the end i suppose one one other slight uh criticism i would have of it that i find i felt is even more glaring in light of elden ring is that the combat just feels a little bit fiddly yeah oh god maybe that's just the button layout but having jump as the button at the top and then the bottom button is sprint. I keep think, pressing the bottom button to jump, mm -hmm. putting all my gear away, yeah. and then trying to remember that fuse is here on the... Uh, yeah, 
it's um yeah it's uh, it has stumped me a few times it just doesn't feel quite as intuitive as i would like no you're right and you're n- definitely not the only person that i've seen say that and you know the amount of times i'll accidentally throw a weapon or accidentally fuse something where yep. i'm just trying to just swing my sword or something it's 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 basically all trying the time. To like <laughs> yeah like oh my 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 uh, sword's just broken so now i'm gonna try and change it but oh no i had my bow out so now i have to hold the fact that i had a sword but there is no sword yeah. there. then press the button to go through the wheel but then i accidentally yeah. press the d-pad instead of the right stick to say oh yeah. jesus yeah it's a bit fiddly yeah fiddly but fun uh david so you haven't oh, you haven't started tears of the kingdom then is there anything else you're playing not really. I've been working in Edinburgh this week, so I've not played a huge amount of games. A lot of Marvel Snap, a little bit of the <laughs> Last of Us remake, and a bit of Bloodstain, but really nothing, to be honest. Fair, fair. Yeah, we've both finished Bloodstain for the next The Winner Is You pod. I guess we'll be recorded next week at some point in time and be out for everybody there. Nice. Wait, Bloodstain? Blood so, wait, what is that? Quickly, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. It's the Kickstarter sort of Symphony of the Night. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Re- oh, I know what you mean. Redo yeah. by uh, Koji Igarashi. Nice, cool, yeah, unbelievably good game. Go and subscribe to a winner. If you, a winner is you if you're not already. Um, I realised I jumped ahead a little bit on my running order. David, we're going to move on to the main topics now, but we're going to start with the news, the Gears of War news. Why don't you take it away over to the cog hole? D- diving straight into the cog hole. Let's get in there. Absolutely no mess the cog hole. Yeah, we do. We need like a theme yeah. tune. <clears throat> So I guess the probably the big news that everybody big news I guess it's not that's that's yeah. over egging it the news <laughs> that everybody was probably aware of at this point is that Gears Five is now streamable streamable on GeForce Now which is a sort of PC streaming platform is that is that right So and I guess this is the first time that Microsoft have dabbled in the well I was going to say the streaming market but you can probably already stream Gears on. Yeah. Game Pass, but this is, I suppose, they've moved into a different ecosystem to allow Microsoft to be streamed. Do you know how the... I'm not sure how this works. Yeah. Do people buy the game via GeForce now? How does this... So you, How would one gain access to this? Your GeForce Now subscription essentially allows you to rent a machine. So say you're a PC gamer, but your PC mm-hmm. isn't powerful enough to run the game you can then rent a more powerful machine and play it through the cloud. Uh, but you do need to own the game, I believe. So your Steam library or whatever it is, um, I don't think you can play everything, but GeForce Now... Um, no, actually, no, I wonder... So it's basically Stadia, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because I do know... I was having a conversation with somebody I know that uses this a lot. Um is it like the Game Pass library? I'm just trying to check. Isn't the Switch technically an NVIDIA machine? It is. Um, Should be workable on there then, everybody. Hack it. Yeah, That's how Nintendo have sort of gained access to some of their games. So is there not Hitman on Switch? And that's, that's how that works. A lot of the Resi, modern Resi games are all cloud versions, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, lovely. Which, as we all know, I would not be able to play. Um, yeah, sorry, I was just trying to clarify, but no, but either way, uh, so yeah, it's the first Xbox game to be on GeForce now, which is obviously, oh, okay. you know, the timing of it is, it kind of links into st- some stuff that we're going to talk about today. Uh, so it is good, but it's good to see Gears in more places, um, GeForce now and Cloud. What's the pricing like? So there's three tiers, let me find it. Don't think it's oh, so bad. sorry. So it's, you're not you're not paying specifically for Gears Five then? No. So basically, you're paying for the right the the machine. <laughs> you you rent a machine I in the see. cloud. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. Okay. So then you just get access to the entire library for a, and it's for a period of time or something. Yeah. So this um, this press release says members will be able to stream these Xbox PC hits purchased through Steam on PCs, Mac OS yeah. devices, Chromebooks, blah 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 blah. Yeah. So if you've got it on Steam, yeah. You can stream it through there, for example. But your computer is not yeah. powerful enough. Uh, for for free on GeForce now, you can use it for uh, one hour sessions. So, no set limit on how many times you can start a new session in a day. I mean, that's kind of weird. But so yeah, you can use it, it for save n- the session. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you have to Did make you play sure. the whole game an hour at a time, out? just every day. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you can pay like twenty six ninety nine a month. 
which gives you a premium rig, six hour session lengths up to 1080p, up to 60 FPS. And then there's one that's like 90 quid a month where you get access to a GeForce uh, 3080 rig, uh, faster servers, eight hour sessions. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, but you know, it's just a way for people with PC games who aren't able to upgrade the machine and maybe sample some new games or, you know, whatever. Hmm. Interesting. But yes, uh, if you are... It's a fairly niche market. I always think this is a fairly niche market. So it's someone that's got a powerful internet connection can afford £27 a month, but not a new PC. So for (laughs) me, it's funny because like I I use xCloud quite a lot. Um, It's probably... It's like 50%. Like 50% is games I've downloaded and 50% is games in the cloud. Uh, So I'm fortunate enough to have decent internet where i can use it easily the reason i use it a lot is i'm often well first a lot of stuff comes to game pass that i just can't be bothered to install but i want to try so it's a good way to quickly try a game for an hour or so but also my kid likes to play loads of different games and rather than me install everything for him basically anytime he's playing stuff it's through the cloud um except for a couple of games that i know like full guys and stuff that he likes that's installed constantly on the console but um so it is niche, um, but I definitely use it. It just, yeah, you need to have make sure you've got good internet. So, Alex, uh, mm, I yeah. tried. <laughs> have you tr- tried to give it a go, and it just does not work for you? Oh no, sorry. I mean, I've tried to have good internet. Oh, right. I, uh, I, I again, I, I wrote to the local MPs after they won the local election, yeah. and they said, um, apparently, if I if I was to walk down the street, like across like across the road at the end of our street then down there they can get virgin media at like over a thousand make it's insane isn't it and i'm stuck here on 40 yeah. maximum <laughs> like just over there yeah. yeah um bureaucracy man cool um cool thanks david yes go if you're listening to this and you haven't played gears 5 um but you're a pc user why are you listening to this yeah <laughs> you want to try gears 5 go and subscribe to geforce now i guess um or try it for free for an hour right let's crack on so as i said there's lots of xbox news that we're just going to kind of give our thoughts on. Um, and we're going to start, David, um, a game came out recently, Redfall. don't know if you've played this, but do you have any thoughts on this game or the kind of the situation with Xbox where this is a big hyped AAA game that's come out and uh, and has flopped, basically. <laughs> it has terrible reviews. How do you feel? Do you, as an Xbox player... As a Game Pass subscriber, which I assume you are, um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this whole sitch with Redfall? I don't know whether this is a hot take or not, but this is the first time I've sort of de- um, detected within the sort of larger gaming community that there's been a bit of a shift in terms of enthusiasm for Game Pass. Like it's gone from that being quite a pot, or at least in my the way I've absorbed it, a lot of times people will say, well, it's a Game Pass game, so you may, like, it's essentially free at the point of use. Mm. You may as well give it a try to people going, oh, it's a Game Pass game, becoming a more of a negative thing. And people seeing it as something that is just like, it seems to be settling in that Microsoft can't seem to stick the landing of a game. And it, there seems to be two sort of arguments going on when it comes to Redfall. People saying it's not as bad as people are making out for it to be in. And then there's the other side of the coin of people saying it feels like a largely empty world that is sort of unfulfilled promises and just sort of a, yeah, just like a world that's not sort of populated and feels alive. I, I've not played it, so I can't comment on that. Um, I guess my interest in this lies more on the perception of Game Pass. And I think... Microsoft need a win soon because they've had so many sort of unstuck landers. And the worry is, like, the next big one on the horizon is Starfield. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any scenario in which this comes out as a... It's like, I, th- I think Phil Spencer said it himself, this is not going to be an 11 out of 10 game. This is probably going to be another divisive game that the people that like this type of game are going to like it. It's going to have loads of bugs because Bethesda always have bugs in these types of games. And I don't know, it's it's... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like walking myself around in circles here, but I've, this is the first time I've sort of mm. detected a bit of a turn in the tide and people are just like, what is happening over there? Why are we not getting these games that we expected? Um, you've played it and I know you, you thought it was okay. Yeah, it's by... Do you think it... It's by, is it fulfill, does it fulfil its potential? I, I don't think there's any chance, it, from what I've seen, that it does that. No, 
I think the issue that we have here is, like you've said about a Game Pass, oh, it's a Game Pass game, you should give it a try. The fact is, it's that's not how it's been sold to people. It's been hyped up as the big new AAA IP from Arcane with, you know, support of Xbox. It was already in development when they, you know, absorbed the studio, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, they've put a lot behind it. They delayed it purposefully to say, you know, we want it to be the best game it can be. You know, it's coming. It's going to be like a flagship title, new IP. And then it came out and it just was not that. Um, so a lot of people had high expectations and it didn't meet anywhere near those expectations. And then as <clears throat> always happens, I think stuff gets, does get a bit hyperbolic and people pile on yeah. and it gets a bit nuts. <clears throat> I did play it. I I played it from start to finish, and I I ne- I didn't expect to finish it. Um, I thought I'll give it a go because it's you know this is supposed to be their big game. Is it as bad as everybody's saying? Didn't think it was. It definitely felt cheap. I summed it up in a tweet where I think I said it just felt like an it just felt like an indie game, not a triple A game. And the fact is, if you want to play it and you mm-hmm. don't have game pa- game pass, it's going to cost you sixty quid, and it's like. That's something else. And it's like, well, you know, if I'd have paid 60 quid for it, then maybe I would have been fuming as well. Um, But so the fact it's on Game Pass Mm. definitely softened the blow. I think a lot of the stuff online is just, as I say, people like to be mad and they're now shifting it and saying, you've said Starfield is next. And, you know, this Starfield has to be a win and stuff like that. And I think from a perception point, yeah, Xbox could do with a win. Um I think the idea that Xbox don't put out good games is not true. It's just these AAA titles and, you know, with what happened with Halo, uh, Halo Infinite, which is another funny one because everyone loved that game and it reviewed incredibly well. Like, it reviewed really well. It was just the post-launch content that was kind of promised wasn't up to snuff, so it's fallen off. Um, I would also say when it comes to Halo, I think Alex and I spoke about before, the actual act of playing the game... It's probably never been better than it was with Halo. Completely agree. The new Halo and the the addition of the grappling hook was a really welcome one. But again, mm-hmm. in terms of world building, it felt empty. A bit empty, yep. yeah. And again, this is another example of I, I just I, I I really desperately want Microsoft to have a win a win here, and I'm I'm struggling to think of the last time that they came along and absolutely knocked a knocked a title out of the park. I'm thinking of like like. I mean, genuinely, their most successful games of the last what five, six years. I'm off the top of my head is is probably Sea of Thieves because that seems to be chugging along quietly, massive. So maybe in gr- it's funny you mentioned. I mean, they that. had the they had the critical win with Hi-Fi they Rush, did. but that yep. probably doesn't. But again, move it's not a triple. And they exactly. completely shadow dropped it. Yeah, and it's not a triple A game, really. It's like a double. I've tried game. it as well, and it's. Um, just like, I think I've. I got most of the way through that game. You know, it's it's good fun, but again, it's about serving that kind of mass expectation of the big, the big, big games like Halo, like Gears, like Starfield. Yeah. Um, and yeah, see, I saw an article that said something like, um, I can't remember who wrote it or where I saw it, but basically they, they were trying to push the the narrative of like Game Pass games need to be Hi-Fi Rush and not Redfall. But I, I don't think that the Xbox general population wants that. No to be the case i think they want it to be redfall just redfall that's not wasting the talents of a developer by making them do a generic sort of looter shooter that's broken on launch yeah um i and it's funny you mentioned sea of thieves david because this is again they have a few games um and we've mentioned hyper rush as well pentiment came out which has got like incredible reviews a game which is good fun but it's just not it's these games aren't for everyone and it's not gonna support i guess their plan going forward they need the big mass appeal ones um as much as people don't want to admit it fallout 76 has a huge player base and is a hugely healthy game it's a game that Mm. i don't play as much these days but um elder scrolls online as well as another game that is now owned by xbox these games they do have and you have access to them on game pass there's a lot in there um that they're they're offering you don't think it's uh it's uh a certain amount of this discussion that we're having that was all about perception. I mean, we look at how much damage perception can do. I mean, yep. look at the launch of the Xbox One where people 
<clears throat> sort of the perception yeah. incorrectly was that you had to be always online to you play that console mm-hmm. and that does rightly or wrongly perception does damage and i feel like in terms of the the big game space microsoft is losing the perception battle mm-hmm. at the moment yeah they, well, they actually seem... outright made it that way at first until it <laughs> until they yeah. backed down on mm-hmm. it so yeah. yeah yeah but i think this is interesting what david was saying about game pass is reputation because of this and i think that's a really like a salient point to make because i think if you look at it objectively game pass is fantastic yeah Yeah. it has an incredible library and it it pays a lot of attention to backwards compatibility which not enough companies are doing and the industry itself is not doing and that i will always champion it because of those types of things and the fact that obviously you can say on paper every new release that we bring out through a Microsoft studio is on there day one, which that perception is great until you delve down into what's actually coming out from that. And then it becomes less value and people, that's when they start thinking, yeah, it's all well and good saying everything that you make comes out day one, but if it's all lame, then, you know, yes, PlayStation aren't giving us their day one games, but their day one games are pissing all over yours. And they're worth it's, therefore paying. For. Totally agree with you. It's the first time I've ever, and I'm not, I'm not anywhere near there yet. But it's the first time it's ever crossed my mind where I've gone, "Am I actually playing enough of these games to make it value for money for me?" That's now? like early days Game Pass, like, yeah. met, like thinking, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, look at all these games. I ain't even gonna play any of them. They're all just really old and shit. Yeah. Well, that's now the exact it became like a, they're have... a nice to have now because you were exactly. getting the new ones as well. But it's the exact reason I don't have the PlayStation yeah, version basically. of this because I, I looked at the list and thought, well, there's like four four games max a year, maybe yeah. probably less. Not not in of those four games, maybe one of them is going to be on this service. I'm just not going to get my money's worth. So there's maybe all these games I can play, but if I'm not playing them, then what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good for us because we want to play gears yeah it <laughs> yes. is and you know and i and i do find myself because i have the subscription i find myself playing games that i wouldn't normally play you know to i guess mm. to force the value out of it which is like a weird way to, to look at it but you know I, I mentioned you know playing games with my kid as well like it's it's amazing for, for that. that like games i would never buy like but he gets to play yeah. everything so that it pays for mm. itself you know in a big way so yeah it depends how you look at it but you are completely right that you can't be selling and say, selling the day one titles that are going to be on there if they're just going to be they're going to be all red falls and um, i don't think they will be you know i think looking ahead with starfield i'm incredibly positive about and sort of i guess i have a good feeling about starfield i think it is going to be hilarious when it comes out and it inevitably will have bugs and i'll just be like i've been playing fallout and you know bethesda games for years and they all have bugs it's kind Mm -hmm. of you know expected but if it is doesn't have that polish that perception thing is going to be an issue like you say Um, yeah with starfield for me it depends on the type of bugs because i've kind of softened my stance on this over the years i think i've ranted to alex since time immemorial about how it annoys me that bethesda can't seem to release a game that's broken but i think i'm slightly slightly like less severe on that now and that I, I think to be fair they are probably doing something that no other developers do and you can interact with just about everything whether it's like a spoon on a shelf yeah. or anything like, I, I think of course there's going to be bugs yeah. with those things i can take a certain amount of bugs um it's the sort of bugs that i think are unacceptable like how skyrim launched on ps3 for example mm-hmm. there was that memory leak that yeah. basically had they were they released a a little like addendum like presley saying make sure that you're not I, there was like make sure you're putting stuff in boxes rather than dropping it on the floor and stuff like that and i was just like no just make your game work for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> like fundamental issues and um, that's unacceptable but yeah, yeah the, the funny stuff and it's to be expected with that type of game i think and and largely can be overlooked as long as they're not so intrusive that yeah. they take over the experience yeah i was thinking though like and maybe i am being too harsh but i'm trying to think like, in a world where the PlayStation, PlayStation seem to be launching first-party games that seem to be knocking out of the park. Whether it's, I mean, I'm not fully convinced they're necessarily for me because they seem to be doing the Ubisoft turning all same. the same game. Yeah. But yeah, they are a little. Yeah. Bit, they yeah. review very, very well. They're highly polished, and there's a massive segment of people that think they're fantastic. Can you think of the last time Microsoft released a big-budget AAA game 
that was great without caveat. So like we've spoken about Halo mm-hmm. that was great, caveat the world feels empty and they've not properly supported it. We even spoke about Gears was it Gears five? <laughs> Same sort great of thing. game. Yeah, yeah. But the open world bit yeah. felt a bit tacked on and yeah. a bit unnecessary. Like I can't remember and I think I'm bit I'm just I may be just blanking on it, but I can't remember the last uncav. Maybe it's the Forza game. Probably has. To, I was about to say it has to be Forza Horizon. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, yeah. Or Forza Motorsport. And they are they really great, or are they just I very think they've good? Peaked. They're just point, the, yeah, like variations of the same thing. I mean, they can't even get their their sort of mainline Forza game out at the moment for some reason. Yeah, there's still no yeah, release date that's, for that. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm looking here actually. I was trying to look for like big games coming to Game Pass this year, and I guess you've got. Uh, I don't think Exo Primal counts. Starfield, obviously, Forza Motorsport. Um, they have got, and then in the unknown area, they've got things like Hellblade Two, yeah. which I wasn't massive on the first Hellblade. Stalker Two, maybe as well, rather than AAA. Mm. Yeah, Fable, of course, mm. which could be dog shit. We don't know. And then I guess yeah, the big one, missing. really, that they've got, ironically, is probably Hollow Knight Two, isn't it? Silksong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the big get that they've got for this year, but that has no that has no release date either. And again, but games like that, do, does that even have that mass appeal as something like a Bethesda game will or a Halo or something? It it, it does not. It does you know it's a fantastic not. game. It has, probably has more of a guarantee that it'll be good. Yeah, well, <laughs> than yeah. those ones do. <laughs> yeah, but it's again, it's not going to move that that needle that they want moving. Yeah, um, it's difficult to think. I mean, you know, in Gears Five, you mentioned yeah, it definitely had those caveats despite how amazing of a game it was mm. and that's something we're going to dive into big in the future um multiplayer had issues at launch as well but it was sorted but thinking back i don't know i mean yeah it's difficult thinking on the spot of an xbox owned you know one you know not something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh even that they've acquired it, it, it probably is hi-fi rush but again that's not a massive triple a game but that's it's probably not. the last game that that studio's put out that has been universally thought of as great yeah, without yeah. a caveat. Yeah. And of course, my caveat would be if you can handle that kind of sophomoric shitty humour while <laughs> yeah. playing the game, yeah. then yes, it's probably great. But that would be my caveat because it turned me off immediately. It, I just found it really annoying. Is that, the music was annoying. The guy was annoying. Is that us getting old? Yeah. I mean, I think about that sometimes. Yeah, well, no, I think, I think that's old people trying to be young. Well, there is it? that. There They're is trying that. To, trying to make him be like, in every scene. It's like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's just going to make me want to punch this dude. Yeah, there's uh, what's that game that was like because that, that's how and I, I never played it for long. I wish I'd played it more. Um, it was like a Tony Hawk, it reminded me of a Tony Hawk game, but you sort of grinded about on your feet on your little shoes. And there was the story was like there was like someone drank an energy drink and everyone turned into zombies. Oh, uh, um, Sunset Overdrive, yeah. yeah. I don't know how I wonder what the humor would be like in that game now. It was bad then, yeah. was it's it bad? Be even worse now, yeah. Yeah, that was the big caveat with that game. I couldn't handle it. It was so insufferable. I just thought, as fun as this is, these people are garbage. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It's, as I say, I, they do have big games on the horizon. Um, it's just, mm. yeah, it's just interesting to kind of get really you guys' thoughts on it. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> Where is that one set? Sorry. Sunset Overdrive. The new one? We- no, no, no. Where's the new Forza Horizon? Oh, set? Mexico. Uh, cool. No, that was the last one. Oh. Are you talking the current one or the no one? The one that's coming the next out. One's, the one that's coming out is the proper it? mainline yeah, yeah, one, so it's a motorsport one. Yeah. I thought they'd. I thought they'd already said the Horizon was coming and where it was. So oh, I, I just know. That. Maybe they have. I think maybe. Not I, what I've seen. I'm not aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to be six, isn't it? it? Yeah, it will be six. No, they've not confirmed where no, it's okay, going to be. Yeah. My mistake. So the yes. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, do you have any thoughts on the merger that's happening or not happening? That's up and down. Do you, you know? Is this a good? Has thing? there been any? Uh, what's the latest news on? So this? basically, Are, where is, is the latest thing still that CMA? Where we stand, where some is, fucking dickhead in you know, <laughs> committee went. You know what? I don't care if this is a global merger. I this UK politician says no. Yeah. No, you can't do it. <laughs> based fucking based hell, on the, yeah the CMA uh, blocked it based on competition risks in cloud gaming which is just kind of hilarious but um and i'm not gonna in a, in a, in a country where we have to pay a tv license yeah. to the bbc all right yeah. let's let's not monopolize fucking games shall yeah. we jesus louise i mean i don't actually care the only because the reason the only reason i would actually want this merger to happen is that they make somebody makes tony hawk's three and four remake yeah. but i yeah so that's the only reason i don't I care about call of duty i think it i think it 
boards better for actually getting to see some of Activision's back catalogue yeah. because I think yeah. it's in Microsoft's interest <laughs> to actually mobilise some of these IP in a way that Activision don't care yeah. because mm-hmm. they can't just Call of Duty everything and run it into the ground like they do with Call of Duty and Guitar Hero and stuff. Just like get that car going and ram it at the wall as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I mainly care outside of that just because, just from like a, a sort of a justice standpoint like it's just nonsense yes yeah, it is nonsense. sony have outright said i don't want your merger to happen yeah. that's why i'm gonna complain about it i don't actually care yeah xbox have done everything that they possibly can do to satiate any worries or like negative feelings by saying yes you can still have all these games don't worry we're not gonna fuck with them yeah. and then what was it last month Sony got like 10 members of Congress come out and say they're basically violating a trust agreement between the US and Japan yeah. by dicking over Xbox in Japan by like charging more for their games and uh, like keeping fi- uh, sorry no they're paying money aren't they to developers to keep things exclusive mm-hmm. they're just doing all these underhanded tactics yeah. that they're saying Microsoft might do <laughs> which Microsoft have already come out and like negated by saying we aren't going to do that yeah. Sony's actively doing it in Japan right now and yet it's still I just don't get it that's what annoys me is it makes no sense there's no real reason this should be blocked yeah. and i don't it's not going to kill the games industry it just it, I, yeah. it's, it's, it feels That's like the, it, it feels like no sense. everyone that works in the game games industry and most people that play games you know in game studios people involved at studios are coming out saying this needs to happen it will be good and then yeah the only people like you say that are saying it's not good are jim ryan at sony and the cma yeah. you know you know and you know jim, who, jim ryan's from the uk as well you know i'm sure there's some connections I going so, on there yeah. but um yeah sony ha- it was quite funny that microsoft were in london for a meeting in downing street the very week that they got blocked by cma mm. that must have been the most awkward thing ever yeah, yeah. um and that's you know it's I, i'm not a conspiracy theorist but i tend to follow business quite a lot and i i've been called like you know uh, a console war warrior before but it's not who i am like i i am a consumer warrior that's what i've called myself and i think people should kind of the hip the hypocrisy and stuff that you've mentioned is there for all to see but for some reason people yeah. can't call it out. and i would call it out with microsoft you know things like this they should be analyzed and it should be scrutinized of course but yeah i think anyone with uh i think yeah absolutely it should, yeah I think yeah, I totally agree with you. Like to like just I'd like to try to, just to like throw a little bit of balance in there. So the if I'm if I'm remembering slash getting this correctly, the the reason the CMA have blocked it was based not, not on nothing except the anti competition that they would be worried about in terms of the streaming market. Yeah. A streaming market that doesn't really exist, no. but to try like I guess like and also the, what was it cloud? You don't want to monopolize cloud gaming. Do they know what the cloud no, is? I mean, it's no fucking idea. infinite, right? I could make a cloud streaming platform if I had the money for. Like, it's not going to monopolize anything in there. Yeah, so that that was one <laughs> when it with the European was it European Commission? Is that what they've called it? They did have a caveat saying that they that was something they were concerned about. So it's not like the UK are just screaming about something that nobody else mm. is talking about. So like, the Europeans are also worried about these things. But I think the Europeans are maybe savvy enough to see that this is not a, it's not a large enough market yet. No. I don't see anything to suggest that this is going to kill that market. No. It's like there's other big players in the market. We're just going to do it very about, well. Yeah, yeah we'll just <laughs> be speaking about GeForce now, for goodness sake. Yep. That's another, like, yep. th- this is not, th- they're not monopolizing this. And the Activision, I don't see how the Activision merger really affects this overly um and i guess every other country would agree apart from the uk surely stadia tried to monopolize the cloud gaming market and they completely failed because they did it poorly. yeah because they had a terrible so now someone's model. coming along with the promise of we actually know how to do this yeah. we can probably do this way better because we're microsoft yeah. which they were anyway yeah. <laughs> like you've already allowed microsoft to completely monopolize the pc operating system background for what 40 years yeah. and now you're worried because they've got call of duty that the games are going to implode okay yeah it's really i mean just from what this kind of standpoint of us living in the uk as well it's disappointing because we're our, our government claims to want us to become, we didn't vote for that yeah, damn it. yeah <laughs> to become like a a new to a silicon valley of you know uh, uh, yeah that's and stuff right because we have less regulation now because of after brexit and it's just like and now then we've got this and it's just gonna 
again put more businesses off there's there's other businesses that want to move out of the uk because it's just terrible to do business here this isn't good Mm -hmm. and so it's just more things going backwards and backwards at the end of the day we're the people that are going to get screwed over um yeah um but you know it's not over the deal it's with europe david you mentioned the european commission they they flagged the flag uh, cloud gaming but then mentioned because all these concessions that microsoft have done show that you know yeah. they're willing to partner and it's just yeah and what's funny is cloud gaming because they have to because they're losing yeah microsoft have to yeah. do that and cloud gaming is something as i say i use quite a lot and i think is good but with the way things are going now with the release of like steam deck and the asus rog ally and stuff it's like it's going to become less of a thing where it's like oh maybe cloud gaming is the way to go to get these games in your hands now it's like no you don't like this tech is just advancing so so quick you you're going to have an xbox series s in your hands in the next couple of years like it's so you don't need cloud gaming so it's always going to remain kind of niche and it's just a small part of the market and yeah it's kind of crazy to me and you know you mentioned uh the tony hawks games and stuff and that's good it's for lots of people it's going to come down to what games they want to see but also it, i think i think it would be good for a culture change at a place like activision and blizzard we've heard I, I completely all agree. the stories and yeah i think maybe it's time somebody kind of cleaned up in there so yeah um you don't hear a lot of that coming out of xbox do you no, that no. there's a terrible toxic workplace culture no. they're not led by a man like bobby kotick who would i assume yeah leave if they if they merged with his even more millions yeah yeah i um yeah it's just what rankles me is that you know that we've got our government effectively telling people you're you're gonna wreck cloud gaming for everyone when when they haven't actually focused on getting an infrastructure in this country where it's actually a viable option anyway (laughs) i cannot play (laughs) cloud gaming too yeah yeah so how about you monopolize it for this country so i can actually use it um yes let's move on from the merger um yeah and coming up in june we have the showcase we have the xbox showcase xbox and bethesda so this is on june 12th i think um any predictions david what would you like to see at something like this so recently uh earlier in the year i think it was we had the developer showcase for xbox which everyone quite enjoyed and said it was really good how they focused on the studios and it was really well put together you know i like that kind of stuff but this is the essentially e3 which is now dead and uh companies like xbox and playstation doing their own showcases online and this is xbox's one coming up sony are also doing one next week i think so there's going to be probably some sony stuff there but we're going to focus on the xbox one uh what would you like to see after all this stuff we're talking about you know the flop of redfall is there anything you're excited about or predictions for the showcase i mean one of my favorite rpg franchises is is fable so i'd love to see what's happening with that that would be like my bucket list what i want to see but i guess just me i just want to come away from this feeling like microsoft actually have all this in hand um like we've spoken about they've they've, they've slipped in a few bananas now that i yeah. think there's enough questions to ask questions about their development cycles um, and i just want to feel like these franchises and ips that they've got are in safer hands than it maybe feels at the moment so i just want yeah i just want them to steady the ship a little bit would be nice for me that's kind of what i would hope to come away from yeah i i think uh they definitely need you know like say it'd be nice for them to have a win i think they're probably very very aware that the, this needs to be managed carefully this showcase that's coming up and as i said there's lots of things on the horizon to get excited about and i don't want to see you know i don't want to see big empty promises of like all these games are going to come out in the next 12 months and then like none of them do which is basically what happened before Mm. um i don't want to see a bunch of cg trailers for stuff that's seven years away you know you said fable i don't ever want to see cg trailers for anything no no ever no no. um there was just one for mortal kombat as well wasn't there and it's kind of like oh yeah that's awesome but that's not what mortal kombat yeah that's not the game though is it it's it's just like yeah it's do you know what also another thing you're talking about cg trailers the other thing that really is starting to wind me up is the trailer reveal for a trailer it's like here's a trailer so you can get hype for an upcoming trailer (laughs) go away man stop this (laughs) Um, we're just we're about to get the trailer to get hype for a trailer of a trailer <laughs> um but in terms of stuff i'd like to see i mean <clears throat> i i i would be 
I'd obviously like to see something for Gears of War. I don't think we're going to. I mean, from what I understand, development on Gears of War, like uh, Coalition were recruiting kind of recently earlier in the year. So I still think Gear 6 is very, very far away. Um, Feels it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we talked about this. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but um, the voice actor for JD said he's heard nothing about Gears 6. And it's just like, okay, he might just be saying that, but he he was saying like this is not an nda thing i've heard nothing i don't know what they're gonna do um yeah so i think it's either still very very early in production you know or he's not going to be in gear six which seems unlikely um so i would like to see gears of war stuff i think with the way stuff is going and we're going to round up with the question about the collection on this i just think it would be nice to not because they've been quiet for a while the coalition i think let's have a confirmation that stuff is on the way um, I don't want to see a CG trailer, but it would be good to know that it's coming. And I think that's all they need to do. Do you think the... Yeah, you wouldn't need a CG trailer no. for that. Just, just, just say it. Do you just think they'll lean into this handheld? Do we think what? Sorry? Do you think they show more of this handheld that they've been releasing press? The, the ROG about? Ally? Yeah, that's it. I couldn't remember what it's I mean, called. it's an Asus product. I mean, they're just... They're kind of marketing that you can play game pass on it but whether why mm-hmm. xbox would want to yeah well i saw xbox release an actual uh, press release about it yeah i think so i guess it's the they're best backing way it in some way yeah it's the best way to to currently play game pass on the go um which you can play it on the steam deck i think but it's you have to kind of fudge it a you've got to do some hoop so. jumping yeah yeah um you've got to like sideload windows onto it I think. <laughs> yeah excuse me um but what else do we have coming up um Obviously, there's the Starfield thing I am excited about. I'm, I don't know about you two, but I am excited for Starfield. I mean, it looks good. It's, you know, I'm a Bethesda mm-hmm. game enjoyer. It looks right up my street. Um, I would like... To- Avowed. I mean, if you're talking about games that are like that, I, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that because that's Obsidian's next RPG, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd quite like to see more about that. There's... Um, uh, yeah, Avowed, definitely. But th- I just think maybe some release dates on these games, like the next Motorsport and yeah. um, Hellblade and stuff. I'm not really into Hellblade, but again, it looks good. Me neither. Um, like, it's, to just know this stuff is coming would be good. One thing I do predict, and this is um, something I do think we will see, is a trailer for the Fallout TV show, which I know is not a game, but... Um, for those listening to this, I do have a Fallout podcast, which I talk about Fallout a lot on, but I wanted to get this in here as well. I think it would be crazy to me if this showcase passes, because the show is pretty... I think it's wrapped. I think it's been wrapped for a little while. Um, we don't have a release date. I think we're expecting maybe the end of this year or the start of probably early next year. But I think this would be an awesome time to... In terms of, again perception optics all that stuff get people excited let's finally take a look at that fallout tv show coming off the back of the success of mm-hmm. last of us hopefully it's good yeah. <laughs> and they've got something good to show off but i'd really like to see that yeah um alex any predictions or thoughts or hopes and dreams for the showcase yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, a, a semi-realistic hope would be that we find that perfect dark is okay and is back on track to be released at some point because the initiative the developer behind it was supposed to be this like absolute super team of the best that microsoft had to use and then that was like 2020 that i think we first heard about that um and we've heard basically nothing since and it was apparently supposed to be in trouble as well so i really want to see that that's healthy and coming back and if i had to like the most obvious thing that's not going to happen that I would love to happen is that they just announced that scale bounds come back. (laughs) We're really sorry. We canceled this. Get back on your dragons in the platinum game, please. Here we go. Like that's, I would absolutely lose my shit if they said, sorry about that. We are going to make scale bound after all, but just that and a, and a release we've got a release date for stuff we do don't we yeah Sixth i just want to see September, some more of that i think maybe a release date for stalker 2 as well just yeah now that game obviously looks inc- heavily delayed because of the war yeah, but it looks incredible and i was excited for that i mean who knows at this rate i think i'm just kind of like yeah okay guys you do what you got to do with that i suppose but we might be waiting for a while i think um yeah maybe a bit more on the indiana jones game yeah i see i'm not really like I feel like because obviously Sony has you know the, all the Marvel stuff that they're kind of people love like everyone's hyped for the new Spider-Man and hyped for Wolverine game and then it feels to me like 
the Indiana Jones game was maybe like Xbox's answer to that, but I just not that into well, it. Probably it seems to be there trying to be their answer to Uncharted, right? Yeah, I was about yeah. to say it's an Uncharted game, right? Because that's what Uncharted is—is yeah. is Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah and exactly. There was an Indiana Jones in the OG Xbox that there was. was great. I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's we might talk about it, it has on potential. Um, uh, one of the, the winners' yeah, shows did. actually. Um, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I we talked about it on Video Game Hall of Fame, but yeah, I think. Uh, some surprises would be good. I think with this Sony show- would be Sony showcase coming up, there's probably going to be a lot of surprises there. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Three remake is apparently real and happening, um, and there was some news floating around that it's going to be a Sony exclusive. Konami are already doing a 12 month timed exclusive for Silent Hill Two. Sony exclusive? So- what? You can't do things like that. Sorry. <laughs> what's the, What's next? Call of Duty exclusive to? Oh no, that isn't going to happen. <laughs> um, Konami, who are apparently them. back in the business of making games. Uh, uh, have an exclusive 12-month mm. agreement for Silent Another Hill 2. Another company I, not, I don't trust <laughs> until they show me they, they deserve it. Um, but then it's coming, it's sort of news, rumours, it's not leaks, it's just rumours really. It's like this Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, remake is coming. That's potentially going to be another 12-month exclusive. I mean, if this keeps happening, again, it's not going to be good for Xbox. So they're going to need some big no. surprises at this showcase to get people excited. I think Gears of War is a way they could do that. Um, through all these um, L's, as the kids say, that Xbox has been taking recently, do they need the W, as David has said? Like, David, we did touch on it in episode one, but let's talk about it a bit more now. With this showcase coming up and the, the look looking ahead for the Xbox, do you think a Gears of War collection or a Marcus Phoenix collection that it's been dubbed is something they could do with right now? Yeah, surely. I mean, I think that's one thing that I'm... I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever Microsoft have done, like, a, a remake slash remaster slash collection, they've largely nailed it. So, yeah, I think this is something yeah, they, they could do, and they would do a really good job. When Alex and I were playing the OG Gears of War recent, fairly recently for the Energy podcast, um, it's quite stark, because in my mind, the the... Gears of War Ultimate was I was like oh well, that's roughly what Gears of War looked like and I went back and played the OG Gears of War and, oh no it does not look yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> so yeah it would be nice for them to go back and really just go through these games because these games are awesome and let's face it they're yeah. Xbox 360 era now that's that's as much as I hate to admit it that, that is quickly if not already approaching retro game period oh it is so, retro I think if support um, ends for it you can consider it retro right and there's no support okay. yeah, it either. just hurts me to actually admit that because yeah, that was the store still open oh is it okay um, apparently so yeah like an opportunity for a bunch of people that were maybe too young or missed those games now at that point yeah. to re-experience them and experience them in a way that doesn't want to make their eyes cry mm-hmm. would be lovely <laughs> um, yeah and I just think it'd be great uh, these are amazing we prefer games. it to make some hold- other things cry right <laughs> yeah let's see if you know you've got a big they, game they hold up well and I, it, it's just something they could do to just sort of bring this sort of trilogy together in a way that would just be a nice collection right yeah i uh yeah an xbox if you need if you need hype men we're right here you want you want anyone to hype let's it go, let's we've go. been sitting here come on it's so it's <laughs> funny because for a while i was quite like take it or leave it like when i peripherally was sort of looking at the fandom online for gears of war i'd see people calling for this over the last few years and i was like we didn't really need it. I was like, because I really liked the original games and they all had like FPS boosts and some resolution boosts as well. Mm. I was like, they look really good. Yeah. Like, we don't need it. Like, it's not really, and I didn't really care that much. However, there is something to be said about, there's a couple of things to be said. One is PC. Um, so two and three are, and Judgment aren't on PC. And a lot of people are, have migrated to PC and they really want gears on PC. So a collection would do that. But also like there's also that missing yeah. content isn't there so gears one on pc has that that has was that was that re-implemented extra? into the ultimate is edition been, has it been added yeah okay. so we did get that eventually on console um but yeah so pc players are without two three and uh judgment um and like what the master chief collection did it basically has like consolidation for the multiplayer so you know everyone can all play them together and stuff like that so that is a something that is a big reason to do it and then also i mean i'm very back and forth on the idea of like how you should use your resources and like with remakes it's like 
maybe don't do remakes if they're not needed and instead use those resources on new things and sort of moving forward however this year this year alone we have seen dead space metroid prime and resident evil 4 um have all dead space not quite as well but was very well received but metroid prime and resident evil 4 have sold incredibly well they are huge wins for the studios, the platforms, the fan bases. I just think mm. in a remake is like it's an easy win. And I think even if you weren't planning on do it doing it before Coalition, I think maybe down tools on other stuff and and do this collection. Or I guess maybe have I someone mean, else. Capcom do have it. shown that there's a workable model for doing that alongside something else concurrently, yeah. a new version and a remade version. Yeah. Obviously, they have a very talented team working on both of those parts of their series, but yeah. I th- it's not impossible for one studio to do two types of game at once. Definitely, and I just think it would get some good faith back, and I would absolutely play Get the it. multiplayer servers back up and proper, and like filled up with people again would be bloody lovely. I think, yeah, that's one of the big selling points, and it's, again, something that... You know, I love playing the multiplayer. Um, some people don't, and some people just focus on the campaign, but I think, yeah, there's almost no reason not to do it um, at the moment. I think it would... Now, coming to Game Pass, it's like people aren't going to buy it. It's going to be subscribed to, so what does that version look like? Is it... You know, please don't load it with microtransactions and stuff. Just give somebody a nice thing, you know, make people happy. Um, there is a there's a phrase in wrestling you might know, Alex, and it's uh, send them home happy. And it thinks no matter what shit show you've been through while you're watching a wrestling pay-per-view or whatever, as long as that main event ends the right way and you get sent home happy. As you long think, as Roman Reigns doesn't win the Rumble, <laughs> yeah, everybody's exactly. fine. Exactly. You'll think it was the greatest show ever. And I think, you know, as a, I am an investor in Xbox's products and uh, uh, somebody that wants to feel like, yeah, that my money's being well spent. And I think if they were to give this to me, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy for another couple of years. So, um, Is the timing right for this? I'm trying to think, like, if you were trying to time this, do you do you time it alongside the TV show, or do you sort of leave that space for a new gears? So I, I mean, I guess you want to spread stuff out a little bit. You don't want to blow your load all in one go. Um, the TV show is a lot. The movie and the TV show are a long to- way well, away. Do we think? Do we think any any of those things are coming to the showcase or not? They've got nothing to show us. Do I think? don't think so. I mean, we had the news that John Space was brought on board as a writer, so the movie is still in writing yeah, phase. True. So we know it's coming. Yeah. It's going to be at least a year before we see anything from that. The animated series again. I just think it's probably in production, but I don't think we're going to see anything. But give us something yeah. for the games i think it's wasted time if you yeah if you delay the game to coincide with one of these it's just wasted time that you haven't brought it out yeah i'm just trying to think along like because like the last of us tv show came alongside the remake i know like the remake had issues but the the last of us remake coming to pc for example they, they do time these things alongside each other in that certain ways seems to be the way just trying to think if this is the time for it or if they would try to get into their heads basically or if they would look at this and wonder if they should hold it for another time i don't know yeah alex did you have any i would say you you want you want to fill a gap in the gears calendar i would have suggested yeah i mean that's been you a big want, you gap want... for years now right yeah. exactly so why not fill it now and then get some hype like leading up to when you're going to talk about the rest actually of these things. remind people that gears exists would be nice yeah. yeah and how great it was the first mm. three there you go if you want a reminder of why the you know why the series should be worth your time yeah or you've never played it before and you want sure. a valid way, do that. Yeah, nostalgia is a big money maker, and I think, yeah, it's it's yeah. just an easy win. Alex, did you have any more thoughts about a collection? I not really. Yeah. I, th- I think if they can do the two and three the way that they did Gears Ultimate, yeah. it, it should be great. They have done so much for Gears Five from Xbox One to Series X. It's it's an incredible technological achievement yeah. in sort of remastering it kind of mm-hmm. or even just basically just updating it for a new mm-hmm. current generation they've, they've they've shown it so much love if they could do anything close to that with two and three you've surely got a hit on your hands especially through game pass which as we've spent a lot of time talking about today is kind of languishing in lacking big things for a to bit draw people in, in 2021 now. game pass i think it peaked in 2021 and it's kind of been a bit downhill mm-hmm. since then um but 
Yeah, and like as I say, because Gear Six is so far away, um, obviously, yeah. and they're going to be experimenting with Unreal. You know, whether a collection would be on uh, on the new Unreal, and it gives them a chance, I guess, to even sort of test the water with that, and you know, and so that Gear Six ends yeah. up being a better game for it. Um, so yeah, I've definitely come around where I was like, I didn't really care before. I didn't think it was needed. Now I'm like, not only do I think is it needed for not only do I want it as a Gears of War fan, I think Xbox does need it. <laughs> I just think yeah. as as fickle as it is, whereas we know um, we know Xbox has lots of good games, but it's about what hits those headlines and what has that mass appeal, um, which is kind of funny to say because Gears is slightly niche. But um, yeah, it would be really, really good for perception uh, if they could say, yeah, this is coming out this year or something like well, that it's yeah yeah in a couple of months two and three is when gears was mass appeal yeah so it may be niche now but those were the mass appeal games yeah. so use your heads yeah do the right thing cool speaking of wrestling have you preloaded AEW fight forever yet you can preload it you can preload what it. when's that out i have not the rumor is june 21st wow interesting because we that's funny that it's out really soon and I've seen nothing beyond like a 30 seconds of gameplay. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, I personally think it's probably because they're about to give CM Punk his own TV show mm, mm. that they've now been like, it's all right, we don't have to take him out of the game, we don't have to take him off the yeah, box, yeah. just get it out, get it out. CM Punk's all right. Yeah. We're all friends again. <laughs> well, I don't or know, there's been blow-ups. They've, se- they've separated them, haven't yeah, they, basically? Yeah. Have you seen all of that stuff? For the, I have. I've been fo- the way that the logo looks exactly like Monday like Nitro. Nitro yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, obviously yeah. very purposeful um yeah oh no i didn't know that i'm gonna have to check that out so that's on game pass even if it? that no that's been debunked apparently. oh okay fine it's not gonna be i thought i heard a rumor yeah so, but I was obviously i was able to preload it without paying anything because it doesn't even seem to have a price but apparently no it is not mm. coming directly to game pass which is a shame but i'd buy it yeah. anyway i'm so desperate for a wrestling game that isn't wwe 2 yeah yeah bling bling twat i don't know what it is yeah, we'll have to do, a, or you'll have to do, in a winner is you episode that I can guest on for that. Um, so I'm not sure how we. Can... <laughs> I don't think David's that interested. Yeah, are yeah you? I'll fill in for David. <laughs> the mm. spin-off. Um, cool. I've tried to get him to watch AEW enough times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think playing the game without doing it is going to work. Um, sometimes games are what gets people into things, though. So yeah, there's there's hope. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, yeah, that about does it for this for today's episode. I mean we as i say we have hopes and dreams for this showcase but uh coalition if you're listening give us all what we want we want we want the co- we want the collection lots of people want the collection it would just be yeah uh, mm. just be nice to go home happy and know that that's coming from the showcase um but yeah going to be lots of surprises and good stuff to look forward to um yeah hopefully please do subscribe to the show uh, on your podcast feed of choice uh, or uh, subscribe on youtube as well or better yet why not do both it really helps us out a lot um you can uh, please give us a review on spotify no a review on apple because you can't review on spotify give us a rating on spotify uh, and on youtube mm. give the show a thumbs up uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment section what are you looking forward to for the showcase what do you think about a gears of war marcus phoenix collection uh, yeah, and we'd love to chat to you. Come follow us on Twitter, gears underscore intel. You can follow us individually. I am K underscore D underscore B underscore. David is at David Smiley One. Alex is at Super Thrillex. And this has been Gears Intel. Until next time, remember the fallen. Me. Hey.